Hey loves, welcome back to Strip Down. I am so excited. I feel like I always say I'm excited. I need a new word for excited, but I meet, like I get to meet and connect with so many amazing individuals and women and mamas that come on my show now that I just feel like so grateful and honored to get to have them on. And I feel the same about this amazing woman and mama who's sitting next to me right now. She came here to sit and share her story. She is a mama of two. She's actually lived in another country as well as being here in the US. She is a health professional. She is the creator of Project Sunscreen, and she is a cancer survivor. Rachel Henderson, welcome to my show. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, and don't you just love her accent? You can listen to it all freaking day. <laughs> I'm like, just talk, just talk. I'll be quiet. You talk. <laughs> I know. Well, I have to say, when I hear myself, I cringe because I hear American accents all day uh -huh. now. So uh -huh. it sounds very strange <laughs> that, you know, who is that person? It's not me. I don't have an accent. Um, well, welcome to Strip Down. Thank you thank for being you. on. And, you know, um, I connected with you because of your amazing product, Project Sunscreen, that, you know, my daughter, Amelia Ray, wears all the time when we are outside. And I just love, you know, the bottles and how, you know, great the product actually works and protects her and how fun the colors are. And like, she loves it. She gets to play with it and roll it on. Like, it's just so awesome. And, you know, we connected because I had you on one of my TV segments that I had done. And I just loved your story and everything, you know, that, you know, you're doing for moms as well as, of course, for children out there to protect their skin. And so before we get into all that why don't you tell us a little bit about who you know Rachel Henderson is and kind of how you got here because as I said before you know in the introduction you are a cancer survivor so I want to talk about all this so go ahead and tell us a little bit about you okay so I was born in New Zealand um, and then traveled extensively met my husband uh, in Australia he was American working there I had two children there and at the time I was working in clinical research um, but I had a particular interest in skin because when I met my husband, I had my first brush with skin cancer. Mm. And so I was like, wow, you know, this is real. You know, I've been out, the sun's harsh here, you know, I'm out in the sun, you know, and suddenly whammo, my life changes. I have to get, you know, a big cut in my face and suddenly it's, you know, it's real. Yeah. And so... Um, I went through the process, um, had, a, had our two children there, they were little, um, um, and our circumstances changed and my husband needed to move back to the US. So I sort of packed everyone up. I had a one-year-old daughter at the time and a four-year-old son, and we moved back to LA. Um, and so when I got here, I was like, okay, I'm a mom, I have little kids, I, you know, what am I going to do? Right. You know, what yeah. am I going to do? I don't know anybody here. I kind of fell, you know, I was a mom, but I wasn't working. Mm -hmm. I'd go down to the playgrounds and there was a lot of, you know, other nannies there. You know, mm -hmm. wasn't as many mums. It was that sort of feeling of like, oh my God, you know, here right. I am. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I was that hands-on mom. I'd had a career back in Australia. Um, worked very hard. You know, everyone was surprised I wanted to go back to work. Uh, <laughs> sorry, everyone was surprised that I didn't want to go back to work. Okay. I was like, I was 35 when I had my first kid. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I love it. I mm -hmm. wanted to see them toddle around and have fun. So I stayed home and, you know, was, was there for my two kids. And uh, when I moved here, it was 
wow, you know, they're getting older now. What am I going to do with myself? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have a public health background. You know, um, I have a real interest in skin. I just, uh, every year, I kept getting these things popping up on my face, on my body, going in to see my surgeon, getting them wow. you know, taken off. And so I would bring all this sunscreen in from Australia, this roll-on sunscreen, because it wasn't messy and I could roll it on. And it was just... You know, it could protect me. And I have people saying to me, oh, my goodness, what are you doing? That's fun. That's so easy. You've got a wriggly toddler and you've got her with one arm and you're rubbing it up and down. <laughs> and, you know, you're rubbing it with the other arm and she's having to stand there. She's not running away. And it's not messy and there's not you're not squirting it out and going everywhere. And this is so cool. And I, I don't know what it was. I was like, wow, maybe there is something in this. Maybe I can do something with this because it wasn't being sold. There's mm-hmm. no roll-on. Right. And I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I could try and do something with this. Um, and so I would be bringing sunscreen, other people's sunscreen in from Australia and, and giving it to my friends and they would order oh, wow. it. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I need to do something. Yeah. So I had a friend who was a dermatologist here and, you know, she said, you know, we should make this. Right. She's like, hello. <laughs> ding, yeah, ding, ding. It's like, wow. Right. And so it almost, you know, it solved a number of problems for me. It solved the fact that I felt very passionate about, you know, the sun and protecting these delicate little skins from the sun. The fact that I'd come from a country that was so particular about sun care, like children would have to sit in the shade, they couldn't, you know, no hat, no play, you know, it was just a standard cultural thing. You wore a hat. So wild, it's so different here. You put your sunscreen on. And I would come here and I'd take my child to, you know, drop them off at Montessori and these little sunburnt noses and they'd be out in the full sun and there was no shade. And I was like, you know, Rachel, I need to do something. Right. So when when, when my my partner said, "Let's, let's do something, I was like, okay, I can do something about the sun. I can. I have a good idea. I have a roll-on sunscreen. I'm a mum. So I've already tested it. I know what works. I know what doesn't work. I know what my kids need. Um, let's do it. And so, and that's how I was born. And that's how it was born. That's how I came. That's how I found. I carved out a little place for me here where working as a mum is really tough. Oh, completely tough. Really and tough. And we all wear so many hats. We do. And, you know, in Australia, if I'd stayed there, I could have job shared. I could have, you know, there's paid paternity leave. There's, you know, there's so much to support mothers there that, you know, whereas here in my experience, and, and it may be different other parts of the country, but where I was, it was like I was alone. Mm-hmm. I was alone. Yeah. Well, and it must and have so, been such a, such a change and transition for you coming from all that support and how it was there and coming here and going like, oh, my God, like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when, when my kids were born, um, what they have, they have a policy there that if you are low risk, i.e. they don't think you're going to do any harm to yourself or your baby, mm-hmm. they move you out of the hospital. They rent this top floor of this hotel close by. It's really close to the beach in Coogee in, in Sydney. Um, and you and you had your own bedroom, two queen beds. There was 10 patients to one nurse. And the only rule was you could recuperate there with your baby, and you, but you couldn't leave the hotel. Like you had to stay, the nurse would come in. But basically you were able to feed, you were able to care, especially if you had younger, another little sibling. Your hus- you know, my husband would come in with my son William. We would hang. You know, even the nurse babysat one night, everybody, and said, wow. you guys go out and have something. to So so I hear this, I was, this happens after you give this, birth? You, you give birth and literally if you are fine. Like I had a cesarean, but I was one of those mums that was pretty – self-sufficient like I was kind of tough you know I was like okay you know I was lucky Mm -hmm. because I have a lot of friends that it's not and I've got to be honest I was 
I was I was probably a little bit and un, not unusual, but I was I was lucky, mm-hmm. should I say? Mm-hmm. No, I had to have a cesarean. My baby was big and breech, and but I knew ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of prepared for it, but I cried because I couldn't choose his birthday. You know, that course, was my thing. I was right. like, oh, it's not <laughs> it's always something. But anyway, I had William. He was a joy. And um, then my daughter, Olivia, came along and the same sort of thing. We I got to recuperate this beautiful hotel. And that's, that wow. was quite cool. that's how they. And it was cheaper. It was cheaper to do that than keep you in hospital where there's all the staff and everything there. You know, that, that this is one policy of the hospital that mm-hmm. I was in. But it was... I wouldn't say it happened everywhere in Australia, but it's but it's much more about, you know, trying to, you know, lessen the cost, but also try and put you somewhere comfortable. Like, I loved it. I sat in the queen bed, ordered room service. <laughs> I was like, okay, I don't need to be in a hospital. I don't need that. I'm lucky. You know, right. let's yeah. give it to someone where you can focus on people that really need that help. Wow. So I had that awesome experience. Um, and then, yeah, I had paid maternity leave. You know, it was like I could spend time with my, mm-hmm. my children there. Mm-hmm. And the other thing which I look back and I, you know, see here, you know, I think it could be so useful is that, you know, whether you like it or not, (laughs) you're generally assigned a group of mums, babies born in the same sort of area and time, and you live in a similar location and you're assigned to this community nurse. And so they would come along at the end when you'd a bit discharged and say, oh, you know, we've got this sort of facility here. You can come along. We have weekly meetings and it's really come, you know, come bring your baby. We lie them all out and we just talk, you know, because, you know, the whole idea is first time mums. You know, a lot of us come from, you know, sleep deprivation to me was going out partying all night and seeing the sun, <laughs> And I was like, I can handle motherhood. That's so easy. You know, I go out party and, you right. know, but then you, you go out party. But the thing is, the little party at home doesn't go to sleep. Right. You want it to sleep. <laughs> right. So I was like, okay. So she was saying, you know, all these things. So for me, I kind of was like, I don't need this. Like, I am a professional woman and then da 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 da. And then I had William and he cried every hour oh, and wow. he was always hungry. And I was like, okay. I need to go to this and sleep deprived. I looked absolutely awful. I was just, you know, struggling. And so I went this and then suddenly I looked around the room and I was like, oh my God, all these women are like me. Mm -hmm. They're all, you're not alone. We're all stuffed, you know, we are exhausted. Mm -hmm. We're tired. Um, and, and, and the whole thing is I relax. I was like, okay, I don't have to be perfect. Right. I'm, I'm okay. You know? And then we, when you got built that trust, it was like, you could just say, God, I had a rotten night. Has anyone got any ideas? You know, I think they're teething, they're dribbling. It's just miserable. So for me, that sort of, I came from that support and actually, to be quite honest, those women, I, even though I live in the U S there is still a couple that I still oh, reach that's out so to. Nice. And They're still, still part of your tribe. So yeah, so moving from that really supportive environment to you know the US, my kids were one and four, so we kind of graduated out of that really the trenches in a sense. It was so interesting for me because I had friends that were having younger children and suddenly they were having babies straight out of hospital. Okay, see you later, sort of thing. And uh-huh. I was like, Wow, that's yep. so interesting yeah. to me. You spend nine months there with Joanne or whoever it is and like taking care of you and then you have baby and it's like, bye, see you later. Okay. And so, <laughs> so for me, it was like, that is so incredibly amazing. You know, the fact that these poor women, a lot of them, you know, some of them want to go back to work and that's completely fine. Some go back to work out of necessity because they have to when the baby's six week old. And, you know, and some perhaps like myself were able to be able to stay home. But I think... What, what I find really hard here in the US is that lack of choice. And so, you know, I have, I have you know, friends that 
have done all three of those things. And, and, you know, I look now back when my kids are now eight and 12 and I'm like, you know what, as mothers, there's no one right thing. And I think sometimes when you're a new mum, you get fed, you need to breastfeed, you need to do this, you need to do that, you know, blah, 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 form it, you know, whatever. It's like looking back retrospectively, it's like you do as a mother, you take your instant and you and you do what you feel is right for right. your you, you, family. You follow your and intuition. You and mm-hmm. I think that lack of support is sometimes really hard because then we all stick and guess ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, it's, it's always great in retrospect. And I think, you know, I say that to other friends is that, you know, it's, it's it's more about you know I, I think I think get it reaching out trying to get support you know if it's not there you know trying to get into these groups of people that you know that can that can help support you I mm-hmm. think it's such a huge it takes so much weight like you know when I used to share how what an awful night I had and he was up all the time you know nothing changed he didn't sleep any better but it made me feel better right because you were airing it out I was airing it out mm-hmm. and I was getting through it so yeah I mean it's it's it, it's interesting. So that's that's kind of my early, you know, my whole early experience, you know, from this, from Australia and the cultural, very different culture into the way we view um, children. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're our next generation. We need to nurture. We need to look after those beautiful people that give birth to those to our next generation. You know, it's. You know, as a woman, yes, you can have a career and you should be able to have a career and you should be able to go back to what you're doing. You know, you shouldn't be punished, so to speak, Mm -hmm. for for, for having a child because we need children, you know. Absolutely. And I think that's what I feel very strongly about is that there has to be a shift in the way we view this. Yeah. We view view motherhood. Mm -hmm. We can't have it all because... It's hard to have it all. You drive yourself crazy having it all, you know? Right. And I think, you know, you've got to be able to find that balance. And I think, you know, myself, um, you know, my kids were, Olivia was at school when I started my business. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, that was a really good time. Right. It felt right because you had kind of transitioned and you had her at school and you could yeah. kind of focus on you and Rachel and like what your passions were and where you were. Yeah. And I like that you said, you know, as far as like have it all, like I, I agree with you, like you definitely make yourself crazy when you try to, you know, do all these things. And it's like what I tell people when people turn to me and say, oh my God, you wear so many hats. I see you doing it all. I say, I, I do do it, it all. Yes, but not all at once. And I really very much try to prioritize. And of course, things at the wayside and then things fall through the cracks. And I'm super guilty of that. The things that I didn't realize were gonna fall through the cracks because I had to do A, B, and C. And it's like, that's just life. That's especially motherhood. And you have to give yourself that grace and say, it's okay. But I appreciate you said, like, it's like you have to, you have to kind of figure out in your mind, like, what is that harmony and how does it work for you? But also every family every mother every situation like you said is different and you have to follow your intuition and not necessarily just listen to what's being fed to you sure take and leave whatever works and the rest trash it out but realize like you have to go with your intuition and you have to be able to say like okay this is what works and this doesn't and and that's what i'm learning like in my own new motherhood journey yeah and yeah and you i mean this is just me looking back you know it's when i was in the trenches i was like why isn't my child's leaving like what can i do i'm trying to read books and do stuff and i look back now and i'm like you know what my daughter slept better and the only thing i did differently (laughs) was i was less of a stress case (laughs) it was like that sense of you know, I resigned myself to the fact that little people I couldn't control. They don't understand. 
they will wake whenever they want to and you've just got to write it out and you know there are some things yes you know there's little techniques you can perhaps try and you can try a variety of things but then you think you got it right and then suddenly you know they're sleeping through the night awesome let's not breathe let's you know tippy toe around and stuff and then they all wake up and then they have another growth spurt and then it's all right you know it's like oh my god okay i'm gonna try something else (laughs) um so yeah i i think that journey and and what's interesting for me now is i have a eight-year-old daughter and a well, soon to be oh, 11 year old son wow. and they're just they're people said to me you know oh when, when I was in the trenches oh enjoy it's the most precious time you know the only <laughs> yes I hear that like, now you're, right. and you're like you've got to be kidding me like <laughs> seriously I am sleep deprived I bite my husband's head off I'm like you know I yeah. am so grumpy and grouchy and I just feel like I just don't have anything together and I'm a you know hot mess hot mess <laughs> And, you know, I look back now at, you know, and I can see how sometimes people, you know, get the two kids out of the way or however many, and then they go, oh, look at that little one. And they have either a third or another mm-hmm. one because, you know, I'm, I'm sort of obviously in my late forties now, so it's kind of a wee bit late for me. But if I'd started earlier, I can see, I could have seen me having, wanting to have right. another one because, you know, I look at my eight year old and she's still cute and she's still, you know, but I, I can see that I almost want to put a book on her head and I tell her that I want to put a book <laughs> on your head because I don't want you to grow anymore. I want Aww. you to stay little and I still want you to come and you know into bed and not that I want you to wake me up in the middle of the night (laughs) and come in for a cuddle but I do right you know that sort of stuff so I think it's those it's evolving and 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 really enjoying those different stages and it's so easy for me to say now because I'm getting sleep but I have to say every single day I wake up and I look at my kids and I'm just like oh my god I love you both so much and you know and I think I am so grateful that I can be hands-on. I'm so grateful for the fact that, you know, I have this company that I'm trying and not only not only, you know, through my battle with with skin cancer, I feel very very passionate about just wanting to get that message out there, work with schools, get children putting on sunscreen. You know, there's there's so much evidence out there the fact that you know, a certain amount of sunburns, I think it might be seven, I should have checked my facts, but you know, uh-huh. a few sunburns in childhood increases your chances of having a wow. skin cancer so greatly, you know, that, you know, it's it's now. Like I could sit, my dermatologist said, I can sit out in the sun, I could sit out in the sun for the rest of my life and, you know, my skin cancer, you know, what I'm getting exposed to if I was to do that would be another 20 years. So mm-hmm. it's more about protecting those skins. And, you know, and teaching your children habits, you mm-hmm. know, washing your hands, putting a sunscreen on, right. protecting your skin. Making it so, part of so, it. So for me, it was what was nice about the fact that I went back to work is involving my children in my work. Because, you know, the fact is that, you know, what I've des- what I've designed is all with my kids in mind. Like, for example, sunscreen. I believe that sunscreen is you've got to get a good quality product. OK, it's mineral, sits on the skin. It should be easy to rub in. OK, now for me. All my products, whether they're babies right up to our soon-to-be-launched adult and teen line, are basically all the same. Now, and that's very different here in the U.S. It's a very different philosophy. I'm all about branding. So for me, I was like trying to get into the heads of, okay, my four kids range. I call them my four little personalities. And the reason for that is that my business partner and I, we have between us four kids and our children come up with ideas for the labels because I'm oh, like, that's so fun. I'm not an eight-year-old. <laughs> what, what, what would... What would an eight-year-old who walking along the grocery store and go, mommy, I want that one. I want that aqua one with all the orca whales on it. Or I want the one that's blue and skateboards. My son and daughter developed my aqua and the blue one where my son was very into sport. My daughter was into into the ocean. And so 
we briefed our graphic designer to do that and her she has two girls so we got the really great pink one and the yellow and the yellow beach scene so for me it's a getting inside of the heads it's like what can I do to get my children to wear sunscreen? Okay, it needs to be easy. It needs to roll out. It needs to not be messy. It needs to be colorful and fun so that they can say, oh, I want that one. And then the parent pulls it down and goes, oh, it actually is pretty good. It's not gimmicky. It actually has mineral or whatever in it. Right. And then with my little cap topper, which is a bit like a, a hand, you know, like the hand sanitizer, the little sleeve, you know, where it attaches to a beach bag or or a stroller, you know, you can actually attach it to a backpack. Oh, I attach it to a stroller all the time. It's so, so helpful. Exactly. So for me, it was like getting my kids involved. Like, what do we need? What's practical? It should be easy. It shouldn't be hard. I'm not going to go and say, oh, I'm going to sprinkle fairy dust in mine <laughs> and say it has aloe vera. I'm saying all of them are the same. They're all the same. They're just different patterns. This is what your kids like. Right. So for Yeah, it's babies, a personality thing. It's totally. Right. And our ones are sensitive. Yes, for babies. But as an adult, you can use it. And the reason why, you know, I do this is, I, you know, I feel like as my children are growing older, like my son said to me, Mom, I'm nearly 12 and <laughs> I am not wearing Project Sunscreen kids anymore. I, you know, I want something else. So again, getting back, taking Demanding off my, child. <laughs> taking off my mother hat and going, okay, this is, this is, this is, this is interesting. Okay. So getting back with my kids and saying, okay, so, you know, what do we should, I want a teen line. I was like, oh my God awesome did some right. research hardly any teens wear sunscreen they kind of want to be 21 but mm-hmm. they're not and yeah and they're out in the sun the most yeah and they're out in yeah. the sun the most they're yeah. independent and you can't control them mm-hmm. like the little ones where you <laughs> basically slather their face with if they like it or not um so i've developed um one called spfu mm. now i get my patent attorney ringing me saying now rachel spfu means for you and i said of course, whatever else would you think it would be. But well, you are in the United but, States. But, oh, yes, well, yes, true. But my whole idea is the graffiti, the, you know, getting inside of kids, getting inside of kids' heads. What what graffiti, tie-dye, something that's kind of edgy. And quite frankly, as long as it's not offensive, I don't care what I put on my sunscreen as long as people use it, you mm-hmm. know? So getting back to my kids, it's it's all about, you know, trying to get them involved in the business, you know, you know using... That, that they're like your teams. little muses. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, so this is kind of how I marry my business and, you know, and try and overcome my mummy guilt mm-hmm. because, you know. Her mom gets a real thing. I do. Like my children <laughs> went from having me for nearly 10 years of just mum to suddenly I dip my foot in the, you know, the water of work and suddenly whammo, you know, we. Yeah. Well, you up, came up with a great idea yeah, and it's pe- taken off. Exactly. We picked up 3,000 stores and mm-hmm. I was like expecting to be able to sell it into, you know, just some local stores. So for me, it's that challenge of motherhood and work now. I'm suddenly gone from being mom to suddenly mom. And, and, and then it's like, okay, how do I balance this? I have children that can actually talk to me and make me feel guilty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mom, you're always out. Mum, I don't want a nanny, which they don't, but, you know, I don't want to be babysat by someone else. I want to be with you. Can I come to work? It's not fair. I miss you. you know, don't you want to be with me? Don't you want to be with me? Don't you love us? Oh, my God. That was the dagger. Um, and so it's... I'm mentally prepared for that. It's, it's like they just know how to twist. They like yeah. know how to make you feel bad. So terrible. And then, you know, the other day, I forgot to do something for school. And as a result, my daughter missed out on doing something she really Aww. wanted to do. And she, you know, a little face, she ran in the door and she's like, mom, did you register me? And I was like, <gasps> and I had to, I have to be honest, I told a white lie. Right. Because I just couldn't tell it. I was like, yeah. awful. You know, I dropped the ball on stuff. I forget to do stuff, you know, and it's like this transition from being, you know, trying to, all my balls in the air and trying to manage everything. And it's, it's tough. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 
working and having children. And as they get older, people would say to me, oh, you know, you can have, you know, when they're little, it's the worst time, you know, they're so dependent on you. And I almost am like now going, yes, that's true. But when they get older, suddenly they can talk. Yeah. Suddenly they're they, aware. They're independent mm-hmm. and they want to be doing stuff. And suddenly you're like, hold on a minute. Where are you going? Where are you going with that skateboard? Sorry. <laughs> hold on a minute. Like, yeah, you want to go downtown with your friends for dinner? Really? Okay. <laughs> well, hey. And it's like if I was, you know, it's trying to juggle yeah. and being trying to. And it's funny. I've heard that too. And it's like I, even though it's very hard to do my podcast, you know, having, you know, Amelia and, you know, being pregnant, I still feel like, okay, but when Amelia naps and when I know like she's in a safe place and everything's cool, like, and of course naps change and things happen and I've changed recordings, but overall I'm able to like keep somewhat of an ebb and flow and be able to record and have like all these amazing guests on my show because I've created that in my, you know, in my home and in my space. But I agree with you. It also takes a lot of that juggling and, and finding that and finding your own like rhythm and harmony and everything to be able to say okay I'm gonna do this or I'm sure even for you like okay all right now I'm gonna work on product sunscreen and now I'm gonna be mom and be like present in what you're doing and it's hard it is hard because you know I want to be that mother that you know is is and also I've got to say working you know for me at the moment I'm working from home I have Mm -hmm. consultants and people from all over the country helping me you know um but it's hard working from home too as a mother because it's like people sometimes think, oh, well, she can just stop and do this or you can pop out to do that or, you know, and it's like, well, actually, no, I really, right, I really can. I need yeah. to just shut the door and just be, right, you know, and right. it's very hard to be, mm-hmm. especially during, you know, during school hours, yes, but then after school, I can't do it. I mm-hmm. want to be with my kids, right. you know, and yeah. so it's that constant juggle. Um yeah, and, and, and that's and that's hard. And, you know, I'm I'm just learning and I think that's the big thing here is, you know, as mothers and you know, wanting you know, some some, some of us will never go back to work and that's also fine. But mm-hmm. if you if you're trying to juggle a job, it's it's there's no yeah. yeah, there's no, and I love that you're saying this. Is there's real no right way, and you're going, way. and you're going to have guilt no matter what, because yeah. it's just, it's just the way it is. Yeah, and and I also think that for me, how I cope with it um, is I surround myself with women like-minded women. Mm-hmm. So you know, I belong to a number of network groups. Mm-hmm. I know that you and yep. I are in the same yep. same network group. It's those those. You know, and I get such energy from that. Oh, you do! Like, hey, mama! Like, I, I, I I love the women. Like, every single, like, every single mom I, I, I I meet, I talk to, I email with. Like, it doesn't matter. It's like you just feel like they get you, and it's such a community and such a tribe. And there's no judgment, and so open, and you just feel like. Oh my God, like that was me. It was like between Hey Mama and Fashion Mama is like I, you know, like when I was going through my postpartum depression, that was like my first place where I really felt like, oh my God, they get me. Some yes. of them have actually gone through this. Yes. They can give me somewhat of, of advice, just a listening ear, whatever it may be. And I don't feel crazy saying these things because I'm saying them to other people who don't understand it or aren't in it. And like rightfully so, they're not going to get it. And you just sit there going, oh, I'm just freaking crazy. Okay. Noted. You know what I mean? Like, okay. That's how I felt, you know? And then it was like, I, you know, started talking to those moms and I'm like, Oh my gosh. And then same thing as simple as like mom guilt or the struggles of like all of us being entrepreneurs and wanting to run different multiple businesses and having children and all these things. It's like, you feel like some days like, Oh my God, I can't do this. Like I give up. Yes. And then you, you know, turn to your tribe and you see them struggling as well, but they're also powering through and you go, okay, 
you give me the strength, I can go to the next day, you know? And it's like, you find that and you're right. And you find that community and like that ping pong effect. And Mm -hmm. it does, it just lights you up and energizes you. That's how I feel about the podcast. Yeah. And, 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 and great. I mean, it's so, I draw strength, you know, when I'm driving, you know, sometimes I've had that really hard day and I'll, you know, I'll turn it on and I'll listen Thank to you. these, you know, these, these, these mothers, like, you know, just the stories and you're just like, okay, I'm normal. Yeah. I'm right. normal. I'm normal. That's right. Right. And, right. You know, and the other thing I want to Or whatever say, normal is. And, right. But that's what I'm saying. Right. Normal yeah. is, right. is who you are. Well, that's why I always I joke, like, accepting. normal is, you know, like a setting on a washing machine. Yeah. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, what is normal? Like, it's we normal. all have our own, like, situations. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah. you know, and everyone's is different and everyone's looks different. And that doesn't mean that like one or the other is better or when the other is you know killing it more it's like there's some days I talk to some mom friends of mine who I feel like normally are always killing it and they're like oh today is just so bad and like I could barely do that and it's like oh it's so nice to hear that like you also have those moments and I think that's so important to share like how you're saying you're like I love that I'm doing this for product sunscreen and it's amazing you're going to involve your kids and it's incredible that you're in so many freaking stores like so fast you always had an amazing idea but I'm sure at the same time for you, you're like, oh my God, yeah. how do I keep up and how am I going to do this? And I just love that you keep saying like, it is hard because I think it's so important oh for other moms to hear that <laughs> and moms true. to be that it's hard and it's you know, okay. And you know what gets me through a lot of the time is um, what I've noticed, you know, I, I worked in a corporate environment for many, many years before I had children. And, you know, everything was there. We had SOPs for everything. We had budget. We had everything. And so it was kind of like a well-oiled machine. And when I started this company, I kind of did it backwards. You know, I got huge stores. You know, I was still doing that. I had no one doing my finances. I had, you know, I was trying to do everything. And I wasn't, I'm not an accountant. I, you know, and I was right. just, I was treading water. I felt like I was just, you know, d- you know, surviving pretty mm-hmm. much. I was in survival Keeping yourself above the surface. And what kept me sane, like I had, there was many tears there was many moments of just desperation. Um, and I found what really helped me was what I noticed about women, and especially women, I gravitate more towards, you know, these entrepreneurial women where it's almost like, you know, it's the collaboration. So you'd sit down and, you know, many a time I'd say something like, oh my God, I just, I just don't know how to do this. And it's that collaboration. I don't necessarily find, I didn't used to find it so much in a corporate environment because it was more competitive, mm-hmm. but you find with a lot of, you know, women, um, especially in the networks that I'm involved in, if you sit down and you say, you know what, I'm looking for an admin, they'll be like, oh my God, I, I know yeah, such and such, I, I know, right. or a photographer, here's oh, my toolbox, here, here's my toolbox, yes. I'll happily share. And yes. like, I always think too that, you know, there have been very strong women when I first started who took me under their wing, they didn't need to, we'd go and have coffees and I'd pour out my heart about, you know, whatever issue I was having, which every day there was a new one. (laughs) And, you know, they just sat and listened. And I have to say, I want to pass that on. You know what I'm saying? It's you give back to the community. And I think, you know, for anyone wanting to start a business, for anyone wanting to do something different, um, I think the, the message is that, you've really got to try and tap into your village. And, you know, I feel like I feel very energized. And I have to be honest, I couldn't have done it by myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm not superwoman. And, you know, if you ask my husband, he would wholeheartedly agree. You know, I'm (laughs) this hot mess, you know. It's like, you know, it's that facade we have. Yeah, of course. We have a facade. Mm -hmm. And it's like when you're around a group of people, like, you know, hey, mama, or, you know, I feel like I can just rock in there. 
and be myself. And um, and I think, you know, in today's society, we're kind of almost, as women, we we want to, it's that protective element. You want to, you want people to see you as, you know. Put together. You've got it together. Yeah. Uh-huh. You've got it yep. together. You've got all the best. And, you know, it's funny. I actually stopped for a while looking at, you know, social media because sometimes when I was having a bad day, you'd go on and you'd flick through and you'd be like, oh my God, everyone's having a good time and right. I'm missing out on everything and I'm totally, you know, I'm a big loser and, you know, I my, you know, I don't like the fact that I'm now working because I'm missing out on all the fun and all these great photos of everyone out having an awesome time. And so I stopped because I was like, this is self-preservation for me. I, I can't have it all. I can't be out doing all this great social stuff because I actually have to work and it's right. really lonely. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting at home and I'm doing everything I'm my admin I'm this I'm that I'm everything and you know and I'm doing it for I can see a, a bigger cause but it's not happening straight away and I'm not earning any money and I'm you know and and, and all my friends are out and that's what I thought all oh, having an awesome time together mm-hmm. and doing whatever and so I think that's yeah it's it's really I had to stop doing it I had to stop that whole comparison and just go you know what my real friends are going to like me for who I am. If I change from being a full-time mother or not, or I go back to being a full-time mother or, or whatever, it you know, they'll be there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you, you know, if some friends drop off along the way, you pick up some new ones too yeah. because you're in a different stage of your life. Yeah, um, that's true. And, you know, I think that's so important. I think that's important to remember too. And I still struggle with it. I'm, I won't lie. You know, there's been many a times where I've seen friends and they're off going skiing together and doing stuff. And I'm like, oh, I used, we used to be all doing that together. Yeah. You know, and it's hard. Right. And it's hard to sort of feel like, you, you know, you're missing out. Um, and I do hope that all this hard work will pay off. It me. will pay off. Hard work always I pays hope, off. I hope so. It does. In one way or another, it will. And I mean, even just, you know, for me as a new mama, like I use your product all the time. And every time I take a minute out in the sun, you know, and the cool thing is, is because like you said, you know, people can obviously see this, you know, when they go to what your website and social and all that. But like, you know, it has the fun colors and it has the cute top and the whole thing. So it's like she gets excited and like she likes that she can do it herself. So I give it to her and let her roll it on. Yeah, like, yeah. hey, she puts too much. I don't care. Like, yeah, yeah. rather you have more, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's like great, but it's such a great tool for me as a new mama to have that and not have to worry about, like you said, trying to splatter stuff on them and they're rolling over and they're crying and they're fussy and trying to run away from you. It's like quickly one and done. And even sometimes if I forget like my own, to be honest, I just take hers and rub it on myself, yeah. you know, and it's like such a great mom hack and such a great product and tool, you know, and I, I know so many other moms that also feel the same way about Project Sunscreen. So it's like, just know, you know, you are doing a good job and like, you know, even though maybe you're not where exactly where you would like things to be right now, like Project Sunscreen is evolving. You are, you know, reaching out to the mom community and touching you know like their children and my children and getting to be a part of that and I think that's huge for you like you said as a mother as this is obviously your first passion is with skincare and because of your own you know struggles and journey with being a cancer survivor that you want to help that so I mean I think that alone is like your biggest reward and going like wow like I've already done so much with that like how cool is that yeah and I think it's also for me creating some sort of legacy I mean, yes, it would be nice to make a lot of money, but you know, for me, it's it's more than that too. Mm-hmm. It's more about wouldn't it be nice to be able to feel that you know children here can be similar to what I grew up with, the fact that it's a it's just a natural thing to get your sunscreen off your little backpack, unscrew it, roll it on, put it on, and it's done. You know, and, and for me, the whole idea is. It's not about, we didn't do a lot of our filming at the beach because for most most of the time, 
parents, caregivers will take sunscreen to the beach. For me, it's about, you know, going to school in the mm-hmm. heat of the day and my son would come home sunburned because he's sitting eating his lunch in the hot sun. You know, playing tennis, playing soccer, all that sort of sport. It's that whole idea of, you know, it should just be part of your routine. Right. And, it's, just, you know, it's just the next thing to and do. It, and it's that education component that I feel very passionate about. It's, it's really reaching out and making it real mm-hmm. and trying to provide a product that should be easy, you know, it, it just shouldn't be hard to do, you mm-hmm. know. Right. Um, it shouldn't be hard to protect your skin. It should just be easy and a one, one yeah. two, three thing. Yeah. Right. And it's one less thing for parents to worry about. Right. You know? Exactly. Because we have a million things to worry about. Right. Exactly. It's so true. Yeah. Well, and so obviously you kind of alluded that you are working on a teen line mm-hmm. and working on an adult line. So and I know you brought some products with you, but like tell tell me a little bit and tell us a little bit about like these products that you brought with and can you share some of the collaborations that are coming up for you, you yes. know, and Project Sunscreen. Yeah. So, um, so for this coming summer, we have a new teen line. Um and, you know, the name, you know, we ha- I had very good friends in Australia and they were over visiting and, and we were like, I need to, I need to separate it out. I, I need to find something for this group, these group of, you know, teenagers that kind of look towards the adult, but they kind of, you know, they're almost a little in that rebellious stage mm-hmm. and they want to have something that's kind of a bit like, you know, right. I don't know if mum or dad would really like it, but hey, you know, I'm going to do it anyway. Right. Um, and so the name SBFU is kind of a little bit of play on words. Uh-huh. It's open to interpretation. <laughs> but my designs, it's like I've got a great graffiti design. I've got an indigenous design. I have, um, God, why am I blanking? What's my other? Mom brain. Uh, mom brain, yeah, <laughs> totally. I have yeah, uh, uh, indigenous design, a graffiti design, and a beautiful sort of tie-dyed, you know, Yes, design. I see the tie-dyed, very and cool. I really, and I also really believe in, in, you know, designing things that aren't gender-specific. You know, it's like, for example, the pink that we have for our kids was, my son loved it, loved, loved the pink. You know, he'd off go with his off of this pink sunscreen because, you know, and so for me, it's like trying to be very inclusive um, and just, you know, allowing people to be who they want to be, you know, and so that speaks volumes with my sunscreen. Everyone is very different. It would appeal to a very different person and that I want it to be a personal experience. So, you know, it's a place for a name on the back, you know, you've got your cap topper, you've got your interesting design that you like. Um, for my, for my adult line, it's called Project Sunscreen for All. And, you know, my feeling behind this is very much, um, skin cancer doesn't discriminate. That's kind of our mm, tagline mm-hmm. in the sense of like, you know, our, all our imagery is, you know, I got together a whole group of people um, for this particular image. And it's it's almost like it's real. It's, you know, it's like I've got a 75-year-old woman down to a, a girl that's 25, pink hair and a nose ring. It's and all different, you know, um, ethnicities and backgrounds. Because for me, it's about, it's not about, you know, yes, I'm high risk, I'm fair, I have blonde hair and blue eyes, but ultimately, you know, yes, you can, you, you know, some people have a higher risk of, you know, getting, you know, skin cancer, but a lot of it is down to looking after yourself, you know, protecting yourself, aging, you know, there's a, there's a whole re- number of huge reasons why everyone should be wearing sunscreen regardless, um, and setting that, setting up that role model for themselves. So skin cancer doesn't discriminate, you know, for all, it's a very inclusive, it's that kind of feeling of, you know, we're all in this together, you know, and so my for all range, we have one beach scene, we have, you know, my roots, a bit of an indigenous feel, you know, um, uh, Aboriginal inspired, um, 
design and then we also have a beautiful palms it's got pinks and greens and it's kind of interesting mm. so i really deliberately try and spread far and wide because my whole thing is quite frankly you know our formulation is the same it's all about branding it's all about getting my sunscreen out there and for me it's trying to appeal to as wide an audience as possible yeah and you educate know, like you said and educate mm-hmm. and you know it's trying to get everything in it's like making it easy making it appealing making teenagers want to put it on the outside and make it a bit of a collector's item um and then one of our so, the, so that's our that's our range that's going to be out we'll have baby we've got two baby products that were out last year we launched last year and four little personalities as i call them the kids range Mm -hmm. we have our teen line coming out and then we also have our adult line um we also were really fortunate we got some really wonderful press and um we had um a buyer from alter read about us and approach us and say um you know what i saw um some press we love your product um i i did a i did a i did a you know i was walking home one day (laughs) a month before coachella and i was like you know what those people going Coachella, it's boiling hot. Oh yeah, I'm gonna make something, and I we're all festival season. Coachella, yeah, EDC, exactly. Burning I had Man, ton of stuff. So yeah, it was Coachella, and I was just like, I have some leftover product. I rang my designer. I said, Hey, how quick can you <laughs> rock out a festival label? And she's like, What? I was like, Can you do me a festival, a limited edition festival label? Like, can we do it? And she's like, Oh my god! I said, I know. I can, I'm very visual, so I can yeah. see it. I described as like, I need it. You know, da 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 da. She's like, Okay, okay, okay. So we put it together, and we. We didn't have a lot of money, and we I had some very influential friends, and they went out and Instagram the heck out of it. Mm-hmm. Coachella, we sold out this 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 festival label, Amazing. and so Alter came to us and said, you know, could you develop a festival line, an exclusive festival line for us, and also um, an adult line? So we have four products going into Alter and eight hundred so stores this year. Freaking cool! And they're all exclusive. You can only get them from Alter. Um, and this festival line is just groovy. You know, it's fun. And yeah. I'm excited about it. That's amazing. Um, so, yeah, we've got that. We've also, we're in the process of still building a- Amazon, you know, because we found there's a lot of people, because our product, you know, we were little in the first year. We, we were in a lot of stores, but we were in limited supply. And so then I would get constant people emailing saying, where can I buy it from? You know, I can't find it. It's not at my local program. <laughs> I can't buy it. And I'd be like, I don't know. I don't get the reporting, you know, data. Right. And so we decided, okay, we need to have a presence on Amazon. So we are fully set up on Amazon. All this right. year. We're going to be online. So smart. Because everybody in the I mean, listen, yeah. I, whenever I need something, the yeah. first thing I do is check Amazon exactly. before I check anywhere else. So, so Amazon, <laughs> we're going to be on Amazon. We have our own storefront, Amazon. We have a number of stores across the country. We are still obviously, you know, we're right in production, right in, you know, we've got a great salesperson. He is very connected. He is out there, you know, getting our business. So we're still, it's just, it's it's early days for yeah. us um, in terms of finalizing exactly where we're going to be. But um, so cool. But it's exciting. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, nerve wracking. You know? <laughs> it's like, you know, you, you know, you don't, you don't know where you're going to be until you get a purchase order. You know, that's my whole thing is yeah. that you talk, you hope, you pray, you hope that, you know, it's going to be successful successful and it's like having a I found with my second child I was more worried because I knew what I what some of the things that could have gone wrong and it's like my business I'm on my second year my first year I was completely oblivious I was like oh my god I'm riding along this is awesome it's so easy it's great and now I'm like okay second year and I need to be more strategic I need to really think about you know I, I have a good story I have a good product but my you know what I'm what I'm fearful of is that you can have those things 
but a lot of it is the right management, the right finances. You know, I can see how so easy sometimes things can go wrong. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's our next step. And that's the next step for my learning and for me to grow as a person. And that's, that's almost I, like your third baby. It's my third baby. And that's what I love about it is that I'm always learning. You know, mm-hmm. I'm learning and growing. And, you know, what I love about being an entrepreneur is there's no roadmap. It's like children. Oh, yeah. It's like kids. Yep. You know, there's no, I don't open a book and <laughs> how to by bring fire. a child how to be an entrepreneur. It's like, uh, no, you fly by the seat of your pants. Yes. You paste a smile on your face and you hope that no one else can look inside right. of your body because they know that your heart is pumping and your, your palms are sweaty and you're smiling and you're going, oh my God, I don't really know what I'm doing. But, you know, <laughs> I think this is right. And I think like motherhood, like entrepreneurship, it's all, as I get, the older I get, the more I trust my gut. Mm-hmm. Because when I look back, I'm like, your gut is that thing that often I look back at the, some of the things that I went against and I realize like, you know, you just got to trust yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so true. You and I trust think yourself. I've been heavily learning that. I love that you shared that because like since I had Amelia, like I have felt my intuition so much stronger than yeah. I ever thought I would before. And I always tell myself, trust your intuition, trust your gut. And the more I do that, the more I see myself evolve, the more I see the things that are, you know, I want to happen happening. Mm -hmm. And anytime I go against it, I'm like, oh, yep, there you go. There's your little like reminder. Yeah. And and I also think that, you know, I'm not a, you know, big spiritual person, but Mm -hmm. again, the more I involve in this busy life, you know, being able to step away and, you know, take a deep breath. Like people say, oh, take a breath. You know, do some breathing. And I was like, oh, breathing, you know, whatever. <laughs> or yoga. You know, I need loud music with my yoga. That's just my personality. <laughs> you know, I'd drive all the way out of Brentwood to go to this yoga class because <laughs> it was loud and I could do my poses and I wasn't perfect. But, you know, that's my personality. And I think sometimes with the busier I get, what I'm finding is the more I love the fact that my life, I try and simplify my life a little bit more. So things like breathing, sometimes I'll go and just meditate, but I, I'm not very good at, you know, and, and people say, all oh, right, you don't say you're not good at meditating because meditating <laughs> is, you know, the more you practice, the more, you know, you, right. you learn. Yeah. Uh, but I, my mind wanders and they say, but that's okay. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm trying to meditate. I'm trying to do it right. <laughs> but the more I just try and go, you know what? I have a busy life enough. I'm going to shut my computer. It's not finished. You know, my kids are screaming around the house, but you know what? I'm just going to go and shut myself in the bathroom <laughs> just for a few minutes. Right. And, you know, I'm a better person for it. And I think the piece of advice that I have to mothers is, you know, you can be the best, you can try and be the best mother that you want to be, but the best, the best mothers are often the mothers that can take that time away from being a mother and do something for themselves. Mm. because it's almost like even if it's five minutes you sit and sit on the toilet and meditate and you're like okay life is good right i've done a few deep breaths or you go out and visit friends or you do something it's that it's that time it's like even with your partner making that time because that makes you a better person and that makes you a better mother and you have that ability to really enjoy your kids rather than feel oh my god it's just a never-ending stream of whatever Mm -hmm. stage you're at you know um no, I think that's beautifully said. So nice and I, to just yeah. be out and just to get that little bit of space. And 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 to to be a bit when I say selfish, I think as mothers, you know, we're not really selfish, but just having that well, selfish. We feel amount, selfish and we, we feel the mom feel selfish. Yes. But it's mm-hmm. but it's it's not it's not being selfish to expect that little bit of time, you know, just to to just to be and yeah. and not feel like you're being judged or you have to 
um, justify what mm-hmm. you're doing. To just I, exist. I actually had to stop. And you know what was funny? I did some sort of reflection. And what I would do as a mother, I would always be apologizing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about this. Or I'm sorry I'm late. Or I'm. And then someone said, Rachel, stop apologizing. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I apologize a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's not my fault sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? Yeah. And why do I apologize for being? You know, like, why do I need to do that? Yeah. Right. So well said. Yeah. And sometimes, like you said, you have to just just be. And I'm, I'm learning that as well. Yeah. And not feel like you have to be something that you're not. Mm-hmm. Right. Just be you. Be you. And I find that people like me better. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe I shouldn't say that. That's not true. But maybe I feel that people are more open when you are just real right in yourself and you're yeah. not trying to stress yourself out by trying to do things that you think you know other people want mm-hmm. right you're just literally being you and just sharing you and that's it yeah and then not feeling bad about it oh should i have done this or should i have said this and you know it's like you know in this whole podcast it's it's i think what's really beautiful about it is that you know all your you know, the people that, you know, the woman that you have on are all different and they all come from different backgrounds and different experiences. And, um, you know, and I, again, like the whole thing is you take what appeals or what speaks to you Mm -hmm. and we're all different. And I think that's the thing, the older I get, the more it's like, I don't want to judge anybody because until you're in their shoes, you're not going to know. Right. It's true. Yeah. And I think as mothers, we especially learn, like even me, like I, like I, you know, like I'm totally guilty. I used to judge all the time and I've learned like not to judge or not be quick to judge and really check in with myself and go, are you really judging that person or is it something to do with you? You know, and like really you're insecure about. Exactly. And really checking in with yourself. But I think there's something about motherhood that kind of forces you to see things that way and have a different perspective. And that's something like I'm, especially obviously being a new mom, learning and coming into and like evolving in my own way of realizing those perspectives and being like, oh, and you know what? I'm actually happier for not doing the judging and not comparing, but it is, it's, it, it's a learning curve, you know, and it is something that, you know, you need to work on continuously, like for yourself as a mom. And I just love that you shared that, you know, you like, you know, you do have moments where you're like, I have to do for myself and I have to be quote unquote selfish and work on Rachel and eat five minutes here and this there and whatever, because it's like so many moms need to hear that. And like moms to be, because it's true. Like I felt so horrible even leaving for a minute with Amelia, you know, when she was especially little and it's like, but you have to, because you have to be able to come back to you and be like, okay, how am I doing? And check in with yourself, whether it be meditation, sitting in the bathroom by yourself for five minutes, whatever it is, getting out, having you a know. shower by yourself. Oh yes. Having a shower. Without oh having yes. Having a little sh- person oh opening God. the door and closing the yeah. door and flipping it back. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I actually would re- oh, yeah. go to the toilet. Right. Mommy, what are you doing in there? <laughs> yeah. Are you done? Yes. What are you doing? Yes. Are you doing a poo? Like, <laughs> really? I'm in a piece. Guys, come on. Right. I know like, Amelia's in that phase now. She's to follow me in the bathroom every day. Oh, Mama pee, like, Mama pee, Mama pee. Yes, yeah. Mama's peeing. You know, it's like, like, can I see? Right. Right. Really? Right. You know, and, and we're very, you know, it's like that's just yeah. their development. Right, and, of course. And, and, and they're like, learning. And, and that's, it's, yeah. It's, it's like the grocery store where they're lying, you know, on the floor. My second, <laughs> lay on the floor screaming. Now, with my first, I'd be trying to cover it up and say, uh-huh. oh, oh, whereas now I just walked away. I left yeah. her at, screaming down the aisle. And, you know, I'd get some judgy people. Of course. But then I'd get other people that would be like, oh, poor you. Yeah. I feel your pain. And I have this toddler. Yeah. Lying on the floor. And I'm like, you know, 
That's just yeah. That's she's just safe. motherhood. She's safe. Yeah, she's not going to run out the door because right. I'm between her between her and the door, and she's just she's just not. She couldn't get her whatever she wanted. Yeah, you know, off the shelf. Right. You know exactly. And that's just part of it. It's just it's life. Right. And, you know, and I think what's really important, and it really hit home for me today uh, this this week, which was a very sad week. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. with everything that's going on. You know, um, you know, just how you've really got to take your loved ones and hold them close because, mm-hmm. quite honestly, you know. Not to put a downer on it, you you know, you just don't know. Right. You just don't know That's what's right. around the corner. Yeah. And I think we've all got to forgive ourselves and enjoy the moment. And um, I, and the older I get, the more I believe in that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when I was younger, I was like, oh, yeah, that's so, you know, whatever. Right. But it is true. I, I do look at my kids and I'm like, you know, I've really got to enjoy and, tr- you know, and be, be in the moment and not just be a parent where I'm, you know, I'm trying to palm them off and trying to look at my phone and stuff. Sometimes I really, it's that quality time. It's, you know, even if you've got 10, I'd rather have 10 minutes of quality time with my children than an hour where I'm trying to, mm-hmm. you know, oh yeah, okay, oh sure, yeah, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. It's like, yeah, it's that being, quality moment. And, and being mm-hmm. able to look back and reflect and go, you know what, that was so sweet. I love yeah. those moments. Those right. little, little pockets of time. Right. And mm-hmm. like you said, just at those pockets of time that you're allowing yourself to just be and just be a mother, you know, to your children and just be in the moment. And enjoy. And they remember that, you mm-hmm. know, and your little ones, all they want is your attention. Oh, yeah. All they want mm-hmm. is you. Oh, I sit with Amelia. Like I make our quality time 10 minutes here, 20 minutes there because she just wants to read books. Yeah. So we just sit and read books yeah. and that's all she wants. And she gets so excited. Yeah. And it's like she cuddles into me in her yeah, little nook under my so arm. Sweet, it's the know. sweetest thing ever, you know, and that's what that's her quality time with me right now you know and it's like so i'll have to like i'll be doing emails and she'll be like having individual play she's really good about that and she's playing and then she'll bring over a book and that's when i know okay it's time to stop whatever i'm doing and if i'm not done and sit with her even it's just for 10 minutes and take that reset and read to her and then i'll go back and check what's going on with urgent emails and this and that you know but it is it's such an ebb and flow it's such a learning process and you know i think it's great also for you to share like from me obviously being a new mama to you being like you know an experienced mom and seasoned mama you know and later in the game that like it changes in many ways but it's the same in many ways i think that that's right and i think that that's really great to share about just motherhood in general yeah and and the 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 one last thing i was as you were talking is that it's okay to be busy you Mm -hmm. know i think what my children have had to learn is it's okay for me to be on the computer and Mm -hmm. actually say to them not right now right you don't have to drop everything and do it but what you need to be very mindful of is you need to be able to say to them hey I need to, to finish this. Mm-hmm. When I'm done, this is when you and I are going to have time and be really mindful to shut that down and focus on them. And right. I think children need to learn. You know, we just can't jump and do everything and, you know, be everything that they want to be whenever they want to be. It's right. about, you know, it's that ebb and flow. Ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. I'm just working everything out. So. Yeah. No, I think that's great. And I, I really love everything you shared. Um, before I let you go, I've been trying to do this on a lot of my shows. Like, I, pregnancy brain and forget on a lot of shows, but this show I'm remembering. I really like to do kind of like a, what's your like lowest low right now? You know, would you say like in life or in motherhood or even within yourself and your highest high? And I, sometimes I say too, could be a pet peeve, doesn't have to be a low, but really just kind of sharing for others to hear kind of like, you know, like where is that, you know, or maybe things aren't where you'd like them to be and then you know what is like your biggest high right now and it could really be within you or within you know being in motherhood yeah well I think I think for me I wouldn't necessarily say a low yeah I know a challenge yes is that you know the kids grow and 
they suddenly, you know, it's these things that they get to the point in life where they have to start doing things on their own and then something happens, like at school or, you know, some issue and it's, you know, whether it's being bullied or whether it's being this or that, you know, I've had to help, you know, my son who's just getting to that age where he's, you know, entering into puberty and there's all these, you know, emotions and hormone and, and it's suddenly adapting and changing and, it, you know, and my whole thing is you're only as happy as, as your unhappiest child. And I think... My father has always that, said that that. that. that for me as a mother, you know, the lows are when either child is having in their own age appropriate way these really tough times. Mm -hmm. And as a parent, what you want to do is you want to put your arms around them. You want to hug them and hold them and kiss them and make it better. But in some ways you have to be able to step back and sort of try and figure out that age appropriate, you know, for my older one, it's like giving him some tools in his toolbox to be able to handle it because ultimately mum isn't around anymore mm -hmm. as much to hold his hand mm -hmm. and go to school and sort it out. And with my daughter, it's other things. So I think the lows of motherhood for me are just when my kids are something wrong with them, whether yeah. it's being ill. You know, luckily, I haven't tapped wood, haven't yeah. had serious illness. Um, I think the highs are like just yesterday. It's, it was something small. I wouldn't say it's my total high, but what, what I really firmly believe and I want to instill in my kids is the sense of being kind and kind people. And just, you know, in this day and age, you know, we're all focused on it being very competitive, you know, schoolwork, all that sort of stuff. But ultimately, you know, what you want to see with this, you know, suicide rate as it is, having a strong sense of self. And, you know, and I really instill in my children that sense of empathy. Even if you haven't been in that position, how does it make you feel? You know, you know, not judging people because of the way they look or, you know, how they act. It's like that sense of acceptance. And so um, last night I have a, a friend who is going through, you know, she, um, she had breast cancer and, you know, had to get surgery and all that sort of stuff. And we're doing this meal train. And I made food with my daughter at home for her and I went to deliver it. And I didn't say anything to Olivia. We knocked at the door and her husband took it and you know we gave you know mm -hmm. and she saw me i made a beautiful meal and vegetables and i gave and we got back in the car and olivia turned to me and she said mom she said that makes me so happy Aww. and i said to her what how does that make you feel she said well you know just being able to do something for someone else and she's eight mm -hmm. do something for someone else and not feel like something returned it Aww. made me feel good and i was like yes Finally, you know, without even any coaching, that child is understanding that sense of what it takes to be able to just wholeheartedly do something for someone else. And I think I feel like I got the gold star of parenthood yeah, yesterday I'm because so she's sweet. eight. And, you know, I didn't mention anything. I said, can you come help me deliver this food? And she just, it was that little moment and she looked at me and she had a big Aww. smile on her face. And I think, you know, if you can get those, you know, that, that sense of, you know, you want good kind people, yeah. You know, in this day and age, right? We're raising, we're raising little humans. As, as, a, as a as a as a mother, that was I felt very proud. I love that. Yeah. No, I'm so getting all emotional. Kind of, no, you know, it's I so have nice. Not, I have lots of highs and lows, of course, but, but I that think, yesterday, oh, it's, it's I love very that. Meaningful to me, and it yeah. sort of gave me a little bit of a. I knew. I, oh, what least, a kind soul! And even though I forget things and I don't, you know, enroll her and stuff, and you know, she still she forgives me, mm -hmm. <laughs> and you know, she can see that I'm, you know 
raising yeah. beautiful children. That's beautiful. I yeah. I love that. Yeah, I would have to say for me, um, like yeah, I know I need to find a, a new word for low because it's like I know it's like not necessarily a low, but it's challenge issue. Yeah, yeah, you know, I hate the word issue, but you know, it's like, <laughs> like none of those words. But you know, like something like I guess you know for me challenging is like because Amelia is almost two and this baby girl is you know almost here and it's crazy and it's you know exciting but chaos at the same time and I'm aware that I'm going to be coming into a whole new season of my own life and it, it's it's very challenging in the sense that you know she I think is aware too because she's been since I got pregnant very aware of that you know there's a baby and she comes over and kisses my belly and hugs the belly and tells the baby hi baby I love baby it's like so sweet but I notice that sometimes if she feels like I'm not maybe like around with her or, you know, doing what she wants in that moment, she'll come over and kind of like, you know, like grab on my tummy. Like, and I, I think to myself, like, oh my gosh, it's because you're like almost aware that there's another person that's going to be taking over, you know, some of this attention and it's not going to be just you. And that is very challenging for me because I want to obviously be there for her. I want to be present and I want to have that same special bond that we have. But it's like, I have to check in with myself and be like, okay, it's okay. You know, just go over when you're done with what you're doing and, you know, play with her and give her that attention. But it is very, you know, it is very challenging. It's something I know that it's going to come even more of a challenge, obviously, when she's actually here. But that's like really what I'm dealing with is like trying to teach Amelia, you know, okay, right now we can sit and read. And then right now mama has to get on a call and you can sit with me, but like, you know, mama has to stay focused. Yes. And so that's, you know, that's been a challenge for sure because she is becoming a little person and becoming more aware yeah. and wants my attention and wants to voice it and, you know, that sort of thing. And um, I would say biggest high is definitely just the fact of like, I love that you said about your daughter with the kindness, like, I had someone come by because I'm interviewing part-time and occasional help to, you know, so I'm not in a crazy, as crazy space once this little girl is here. And so I've had different people coming over and every single person, whether they've worked out or not, every single person has said to me, she has the kindest little soul. She is so sweet. She says, please and thank you. You know, she's just like very loving. She has such a little twinkle about her and it just makes me feel like, oh my God, like I'm doing something right. Like I'm yeah. sick, you know, and it's, it's like, it's like, I'm so, I'm so blessed and I'm so grateful that she's got that kind of soul and that kind of heart. And it just like make, and it just melts me yeah. and everything else that's going on. It's just like gone. It's just yeah. like, oh my God, you know? So I echo that in a sense. And I love that about, you know, your daughter. And before I let you go, tell us where, you know, we can find you. We can stock and buy Project Sunscreen. Tell us all the things. Okay. So, um, Amazon, um, Ulta. Um, at the moment we're in production. So, um, you know, I would love sunscreen to be around all year round because we should be using it all year round, Mm -hmm. but ultimately stores, um, you know, we generally, we're currently in production right now. We have some of, uh, on Amazon, our SPF 30 new to this year is at SPF 50 and that will be coming out on Amazon probably will be the first, will probably be sometime in March. Okay. And then the stores will start rolling it out. So we've Amazing. got- And then um, you have a website for Project Sunscreen Project too. ProjectSunscreen.com. Yes. We will be in, I say, ultra 800 stores. We'll be um, locally around here. We're just finalizing, but we're across the country at Maya, um, Bartel Drug, 
um, Stop and Shop, I think it's called, uh-huh. um, yep. on the on the East, East Coast. Coast. Yeah, that was my, one of my um, stores growing yeah, up. Yeah, there's about 1,400 stores That's amazing. so far. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we're just, you know, and counting. Yeah, You know, we're still we're still early days. Yeah, and your social media stuff. to follow. Yes. Oh, yeah, we've got a we've got a wonderful, um, you know, uh, we've got a ho- – and that's the other thing this year. We actually have money this year. So, <laughs> you know, I've been so lucky to have, you know, a wonderful um, you know, gentleman. You know, he come from an ad agency. He's basically taken me. He saw this whole idea. He's gone out on his own, and he's working with emerging brands now. And he's taken me under his wing, and he's pulled in all his expertise, like PR, digital, you know, um, all the Amazon team. Yeah. He is for, and he's managing all that for me, all my marketing Amazing. strategy. So we've got we've got a lot going on, and we've got like I, I know um, I got asked to do. Um, Oscars with my Oscar back gift bag, one hundred seventy five. So yeah. I'm, you know, we're kind of getting ourselves out there. We're trying yeah. to raise our profile, and I think ultimately, you know, it's it's getting that story out there, and yes. you know, and just to as many people as possible. And whether people buy, you know, my sunscreen or someone else's, you know, quite frankly, obviously, I'd like you to buy mine. <laughs> but you know, really, the big thing is is just being sun aware, protecting mm-hmm. little skins, looking, you know, looking after your children, you know, making sure they don't get sunburned putting them in the shade you know it's 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 all yeah. those very simple Practices. Pra- you know mm-hmm. sim- simple practical things yes i love that and and the handle for social media for project sunscreen is it just project sunscreen? project sunscreen.com okay. yep and it's then easy. And, and, and instagram. then instagram is project sunscreen facebook okay. i think is project sunscreen global because okay. we do have you know a number of other opportunities overseas yes. but at this point we're we're trying to consolidate our base. Yeah. Here, so basically, you know. if you type in product sunscreen, you will you'll find Rachel. It. You'll get the story. You'll find the product, the whole thing. Well, thank you so much for being on. This was so wonderful. Until next time, guys. Cheers. Bye.